Greetings, my fellow millennials and Generation Z, if you're listening. And welcome to the Penny Pitching Proprietor. Nice to see you again. So, this is just my little safe space in which I like to complain about my penny pinching husband and even my own penny pinching ways, considering our current economy and the everyday obstacles that millennials have to face. So, in today's episode, we are going to be discussing discussing the era of the side hustle. Okay? I like to call this generation the generation of the side hustle because things are not like they used to be back in our fathers and mothers era. Okay? It's different now. For the worst. So, why is it that we are the era of the side hustle? Well, without your side hustle, you may have a hard time staying afloat with current student loan debt, um, credit card debt, if that applies to you. Hopefully it doesn't, but you know, it's a, it's a problem. And the current housing market. <clears throat> so I want to talk a little bit about housing. So I live in Seattle. We have some of the highest rent prices in the entire nation. Okay. In fact, we have the third most expensive housing in the U.S. So, do you know what this means for the middle class? It means run the other way. Get the heck out of Washington. Okay, because the ugly side of Seattle is um, you better be rich if you want to live here. Or uh, have the mentality like, uh, go big or go home. Go um, Go back to Illinois, people. So... I mean, unless you want to sleep under a bridge. A lot of people do it here. Um, It's quite sad, really, though. With this said, the U.S. wages versus cost of living is not at an equilibrium. Okay? It's really far off. I mean, okay, I know homelessness is a whole other issue. And, you know, I won't talk about the fact that they've, you know, made a lot of slashes in mental health care system. And that's really um, quite unfortunate. I know that's another issue. But, I mean, if you think about it, minimum wage is like $12 in Washington, right? But what's sad is you'll need at least twice that to afford an apartment in Seattle. I mean, for like a studio apartment. It's ridiculous. Imagine if you have a family. It's outrageous. So, I mean, what's going on, right? The minimum wage in Washington is like the highest in the in the country. Yeah, according to... Um, Forbes, Seattle ranks third in the country for homelessness. So there's something wrong here, guys. Um, Basically, I look at it like this. If you ain't money-making, consider yourself bacon. All right. So you know what that means? It means it is time to get on that capitalist bull it's time to grab the bull by the horns and you ride that bull okay you ride that bull okay you're not gonna stand out in the street and protest and demand the rich to give you their money you're gonna join them okay because if you can't beat them join them that's how you do it that's what winners do you know what failures do they sit around and they cry and they cry and they whine okay and they twerk Don't do it. 
I'm telling you, there's nothing worse than a self-loathing, successful person. I made my fortune off the backs of these workers. I fed their families. I did. But they're not as rich as me, so I'm a terrible person. But then they, you know, they're hiding all their money off in some foreign bank account or something, you know. They'll never admit that, but I'm just saying, okay? You shouldn't ever have to feel bad that you were successful. You shouldn't ever have to feel bad that you work 90-hour weeks and that you took advantage of capitalism and that, you know, you contributed to society and you paid your taxes and you put bread in people's mouths, you know? I mean, it's much better than... Nobody taking advantage of capitalism and then everybody starves. Do you want everyone to starve? Huh? Do you want everyone to starve with you? Or do you want to hop on that train and get out of poverty? If you want that for your life, then you better get a side hustle or two or three. Okay? You better find out what you're good at. You better stop watching Netflix and Hulu and watching, you know, movies every night. And why don't you read some books? Okay, guys? Why don't you read some books? Why don't you learn a new skill? And if you think that I'm trying to be cute here, I'm not. I'm not trying to be cute. I'm trying to help you succeed. I'm trying to help you to think like a winner so you can change your life. And you really can do it. You can do it. You just need to learn how. You need to listen to me, okay? Listen to me. Nothing good comes out of wasting your time. Watching all these shows and relaxing, you know, a little sleep, a little slumber, and poverty strikes like a thief in the night. I understand you're tired from working your boring office job that you sat at all day, okay? But you know what makes you more tired? Going home and doing nothing, okay? It doesn't matter how much sleep you get. It doesn't matter about how much rest you get. If your soul is tired, you're tired. You need a goal. You need a vision. You need to better yourself, okay? Because if you don't, your life is going to pass you by and you're going to be 75 years old, sitting on the couch watching reruns of freaking Grey's Anatomy. Back in my day, we really liked this show. You know, what kind of life is that? Why don't you make a difference in the world? Why don't you, you know, employ people? Why don't you teach people? Do something. Anything. But nothing. So whether you're a gutter installer, cleaner, a mechanic, whether you're a seamstress, or maybe you detail cars, whatever you do, Just do what you're good at and start doing that on the side. Make some time for it. Find the time for it. Plan it. Do the math and make some extra money. So let me get a little bit personal. I'll talk about my side hustle, okay? And there's a million of these things that you can do, but my side hustle is furniture painting. So... I started off as a Craigslist flipper, okay? One day I was just randomly looking on Craigslist. This was about five years ago. I was randomly looking on Craigslist 
at the free section, just, you know, for hits and giggles. So, I was looking on the Craigslist section, and I saw a free desk. And this brilliant idea popped into my head. And I turned to my husband, and I said, hey, check out this free desk on Craigslist. I bet you we can go pick it up. It's right around the street. I bet you we can go pick it up and resell this desk for $20. And I can make $20. And, you know, it's not going to cost me barely anything in gas. What do you think? Let's do it. He's like, you're weird. Do it yourself. Like, he had, he wanted nothing to do with this, right? So like, fine, you know? So I called up my sister. I was like, hey, let's go get this desk. I want to flip it make 20 bucks real quick. You know, we were young. We were broke. Um... You know, I think we were making like maybe $40,000 a year. We're just, you know, we're broke. And so we did it. We got the desk. We flipped this desk for $20. I sold it the next day for $20. I will never forget that feeling that I had making that $20, you know, without having to go work some minimum wage job or babysit, you know, or shovel snow. We lived in Alaska. I just made $20 on just a couple minutes of work, people. That was the best feeling in the world. And instantly I was addicted. I was picking stuff up and I was flipping it for, you know, $50, $100, $200. I was a pro. And then I decided, hey, I picked up this dresser and I decided, hey, let's paint this dresser. Let's make it even better than it looks so I can make, you know, an extra $100 or two, right? So we went to Home Depot, we got some latex paint, and we painted this dresser. I sold that dresser for $350, and it was free. And that's when my flipping hustle became a furniture painting hustle, because eventually someone came over, a professional furniture painter, she did, you know, chalk paint and all that stuff, and she did a really good job. She came over and she said, hey, you are using the wrong paint. Let me hook you up with the right furniture paint. And, you know, it's it's harder to get. You can't really get it at Home Depot and stuff. And so I was like, yeah, I really want to, you know, further this business and do well. So I started using chalk paint and milk paint. I started using general finishes. And the paint jobs were looking good. I was making a lot of money. I was making $400, $500 a pop on these dressers. And so that became a quick side hustle. And then in that year, with my husband's, you know, $40,000 that he made on his, and I got him on board eventually to help me, but, um, which he actually became better at it than me. (laughs) I blame him being an INTJ. He's very intelligent. Um, very intelligent guy. Pretty much anything he does, he's like a master at it. But anyway, so we were able to make over a hundred thousand dollars that year. That year we made over a hundred thousand dollars after doing taxes on, you know, just including that side hustle, you know, and I was a stay at home mom, you know, I didn't have to, you know, do the childcare thing, you know, I just, you know, kept them separate away from it, you know, and I just found a way to do it. And we did it. And we made lots of money doing it. And that is when I started to realize, we absolutely have to have a side hustle. How can you not? I mean, you know, and I sacrificed a lot of time of, you know, my own leisure time, like watching movies or, you know, going out and having fun like young people do. You know, let's go shots, 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 shots. Yeah. You know, no, that ended for me. There was no more of that. There was no more partying. There was no more, um, you know, chillaxing, like, you know, chilling like a villain, whatever, you, whatever you millennials say. 
it was, there was no more of that. It was now I was working really hard, making money, saving money. I remember we had our very first savings pot in the house. We had our very first saving pot. We had never in our lives had any money saved. Never. We never had money saved. We just couldn't. We were living paycheck to paycheck. But we were able to save up. And we would just look at each other and like, you know, just amazement and awe. We'd be like, dude, we have like a thousand dollars saved right now. This is not normal. Like, is this what it's like, you know, to not struggle? We have a thousand dollars saved. And um, unfortunately, my brother passed away and I had to use that money to go to the funeral. I would have never been able to go to that funeral without that savings ever, ever, ever. Um, so, I mean, I'm just saying the smart thing to do with that savings is to turn it around into an investment and further your your um, your businesses or whatever you're into, you know, invest, invest, invest. Um, but it's also great to have emergency money as well because, you know, emergencies happen. Really, emergencies happen. And it's really sad that most people in America don't have emergency money. They don't have any emergency funding. When bad things happen, they're not prepared for it. And a lot of the time, it's really a make or break you kind of thing. So, side hustles create savings. It really does. It won't be as hard to save, you know. There are benefits of this. There there are benefits of sacrificing your personal leisure time and doing side hustles. And a lot of the time, you know, you feel like you don't have the energy. But when you just get up and you work against that unmotivation in your mind, when you work against it and you just get up and do it, you are creating energy. You are you are creating the energy yourself. You are getting up and you are doing it and you are forcing that energy, that movement, that motivation. You don't need the motivation first to do something. You do it and then the motivation comes. Because a lot of the time for people, they need to see results, you know. So you kind of just have to go in it with a blind eye and just be like, I'm going to see results. I'm going to do it and then I'm going to see results. Not, I need to see results first. Because, you know, then you're never going to do it. You have to be patient. You have to be patient. It is a process, okay. You're going to have to have a little bit of faith. All you need is a little bit of faith. You need to sacrifice some time and you need to just do it. Okay, just do it without overthinking it. You know, I mean, you could sit and you could just, that is, okay, I'll tell you, that is one thing about my INTJ husband that is a flaw in his character is that everything has to be so logical. Everything has to be, you know, 100% statistically going to work he has to have proof statistically he has to have proof fanatically but you know what sometimes you just have to have a little bit of faith believe in things that seem less statistically possible and give it give it a chance take that leap of faith because it could determine the difference between success and failure okay Because every leap that you don't take is going to be 100% of you doing 
nothing to better your life. And then, you know, you take 50 leaps, you know, maybe 30 fail, but then the other 20 succeeds. And you know what? You're more successful than you were the day before. Okay. So let's say that you get in the right mindset and you go after this side hustle passion. You do something you're really passionate about and it becomes a success. In fact, it becomes so successful that you find that you don't have to do your traditional day job anymore. You don't even have time for it. What's the point of doing it? Because now you're making so much more doing this side hustle. It's not rare. It happens. You know, you take the time and you invest your money into it. And it pays off. And you're going to be able to create a business out of it. It happens all the time. You know, I just feel like um, a lot of people don't realize that you don't have to work for somebody else to be successful or even not just successful. You don't have to work for someone else to be secure, financially secure. I feel like it's been imprinted into our minds since we were young. We need to work for somebody else. You know, don't start a business. It's scary. It's stressful. You know, you don't really even get taught about it a lot in school when you're young. It's like, oh, geez, I mean, I just wish that it was more imprinted into my brain to be more of an entrepreneur than a student. I mean, yeah, I believe in college and higher education and whatnot. I mean, it's great get an education, but I think it's just so much more beneficial to teach kids to be entrepreneurs, to teach them business, to teach them finance, to teach them, you know, just how to be driven and it's so important that you understand that the way to make money is business. You have to be business-minded. You know, you got to read books about how to be an entrepreneur and how to do business and how to do sales. And, you know, there are so many success stories out there. You know, if I was like a big podcast and, you know, I could afford it. I would bring on so many people that have just amazing amazing success stories. I really would. I love talking to people that have success stories. I love hearing about their you know, their hustle and their grind. I love hearing about their hardships. I just love listening to success stories on podcasts and you know, YouTube. I absolutely love it. It's so motivating. It truly is so motivating. Like if you need motivation, I'm telling you, just look up success stories of people that started with absolutely nothing, right? And you know what's funny is it it usually happens with, with people with kids, okay? I've noticed this. You know, like look at Elon Musk, okay? Entrepreneur, super smart. And He had like five kids, right? When he really started to grind and be an entrepreneur and make money and, you know, was successful with PayPal and whatnot. I mean, he had kids. I mean, a lot of the time people, 
find motivation in their kids, right? They they just want a better life for their kids. They just are willing to do whatever it takes. They know they have to do something. They have to like take a risk. And um sometimes yeah, it's really awesome, but like if you don't have kids as a motivation, you got to find another form of motivation because there there is nothing quite like having that goal, you know, not only for yourself, but you know, your vision you got to find something that's like, you know, I know I don't have motivation right now. I know I'm having a, a hard time with motivation. Like, what's the point? Why am I doing this? Who cares? Just find something that makes it worthwhile. Like, dig deep. And if you can't, just do it anyway and maybe it'll come later. But it's it's it, it does make it easier when you have something that you're working towards for a specific reason, cause, you know, goal, you know, even if it's, you know, looking up on YouTube or on podcast success stories, there are a lot of them and there's real success stories, you know, and it always seems like it started with a, a dream, a side hustle, you know, blogger or a YouTuber, you know, a writer. I mean, look at JK Rowling, you know, she was a, a single mom. She just started writing. She just did it. Of course, you know, of course, you, you might think that she was just sitting there with all these doubts. I mean, of course, she's a human. She's probably like, what's the point of writing this? You know, she's like, I could be like relaxing. I could be, you know, with my kids or whatever. I could be just doing something else but writing, you know, and just what if this never goes anywhere? What if it's just a wasted time? And, you know, chances are maybe, maybe she didn't even think like that at all. Maybe she always had faith and believed or, you know. Maybe she really just liked writing. I don't know, but my point is she did it, right? Imagine if she didn't do it. I mean, she's a billionaire. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to stop doubting. You're going to stop being afraid. And you're going to find out what you're passionate about and you're going to get on the internet and research how do I be successful in this and you're going to start and you're going to give up your leisure time for a while and you're going to work hard and you're going to see results and you're going to have faith and you're going to keep at it and you're going to be part of the era of the side hustle. This is the Penny Petching Proprietor. Thanks for tuning in.